Hello, welcome to His Glory. This is Debbie. I hope everyone is doing well and having a blessed evening. I wanted to make a podcast today to talk about something that God really just impressed me this morning um, with Matthew 10. I encourage you to go and read this. It is amazing. And it just really uh, touched my heart this morning. So I really just wanted to make a podcast about it. And I'm going to go to it right now. So this is in the King James Version. This is Matthew 10. And we're just going to kind of go through it. And um, I'll just kind of talk about it. I feel like it's just such an amazing chapter. And um, even chapter 11 as well. So God is talking to his disciples about being a disciple and what that is going to look like, what that's going to be like, what he's requiring of them. And he is telling them this. And he says, and we're going to start, it says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely ye have received, freely give, provide neither gold nor silver, nor brass in your purses, nor scrip for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves, for the workman is worthy of his meat. And into whatsoever city or town you shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till you go thence. And when you come into a house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust off your feet. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And I really feel like that verse right there is pretty much what God is requiring of his children. You know, I really believe like right now, just the times that we're in and what's happening in the world around us, God is requiring his chosen children to be a harmless as a dove and wise as a serpent. And God will give you the wisdom to maneuver in this world to know what to do, but he he really wants us to have a heart posture of Christ while we have the wisdom and while we can maneuver in this world full of wolves. And he says, and he continues on and it says, but beware of men for they will deliver you up to the councils and they will scourge you in their synagogues and you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought for how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given to you in that same hour what you shall speak. For it is not ye that speaks, but the Spirit of the Father, which speaketh in you, which is the Holy Spirit. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death, and the father, the child, and the children shall rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. But when they persecute you in the in this city, flee ye unto another. For verily I say unto you, you shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the Son of Man become. Be the disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. 
It is enough for the disciple that he he be as his master and the servant as his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of, of the household? Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness, that speak you in light, and what you hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. God does not require us to fear man, because man can only do so much in his flesh. You know, God wants us to have the fear of him, you know, we should have a righteous fear. And, you know, God does not give us the spirit of fear. And that's not what it means. But we should have a fear of the Lord, because God has the ability to determine where you're going to spend eternity. So there is a fear of the Lord. And that's the beginning of wisdom, by the way, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. But the very hairs of your head are numbered. And I I really want you to think about this because this is what really just impressed me this morning. There is not a sparrow in this world that God doesn't know about. The very hairs of your head are numbered. Just think about this. The very hair, the number of hairs on your head, the Lord knows about how special you are to him, that he knows everything about you. And just how faith building that is. And there are times that you're going to go through this world and even the disciples, what they went through, we should look to them as to be an example of what we're going to go through in this life. It is not an easy walk. And I'll say this over and over again. This is a journey and it takes, it takes a lot of faith. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of boldness. It takes a lot of stamina to walk a righteous walk. Now, we are not perfect. None of us are. But we really strive to live righteously and to live for the Lord. And it's going to be hard. You're going to have trials and tribulations. And, you know, God tells us, you know, just in his word and just through the examples of the disciples, how our lives will look like here and how we should not find it you know, strange when man comes against you, or man hates you for no reason, or, you know, whatever, if you're persecuted, or if you're, you know, come against your faith, or made fun of or mocked. This is what the Lord went through. You're not greater than your master, your master went through this, he lived through all of this. And he tells us this is an example of your walk here. Don't let it make you lose faith. Don't let it discourage you. Don't let it bring you down. Just live in faith and for the Lord. And, you know, don't think about your life that way. Um, Live for the Lord, put him first. You know, those that, you know, give up their life for God, you will find your life. And we should, you know, pick up our cross daily, whatever that may be for you. And just surrender our lives to the Lord and pick up our cross and follow him. Because in the end, it will be worth it. It will be so worth it. He continues and he says, fear ye, fear ye not, therefore, you are more valuable than many sparrows. Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, 
him will I confess also before my father, which is in heaven. And this is important too. And I think this verse really hit me as well, because, you know, I know so many people and, and, and I myself at times had where you don't say anything about your faith or you are scared because you don't know what people are going to say or how they're going to perceive you. And, you know, I felt such a conviction over that and are just putting things before the Lord instead of spending time with him, you put something else before that, that takes up that time. Um, that becomes almost an idol in your life to where it's taken away from your intimacy with the Lord um, or, you know, not speaking up when God has pressed you on your heart to, in a, in a way, I feel like that's not confessing him before man or fearing man more than the Lord. And that really just hit me because I feel like, you know, God wants us to be bold and not worry about what man is going to do to you because he is standing there with you and he's going to get you through it. And he's going to be there and the Holy Spirit is going to be there to strengthen you and allow you to speak to whatever he's asking of you through you, he's going to speak. And it says, but whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my father, which is in heaven. And I feel like that is such a bold thing because you know, I think as Christians, we all want to go to heaven and have the Lord say, well done, that good and faithful servant. We do not want God to look at us when we pass on and say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I don't know you. That would be the most horrendous thing to ever go through. I can't even imagine that. Um, and when you realize that God wants you to stand boldly for him and represent him, with boldness and confidence, he will help you in this. And I think all of us as Christians have been in those positions where you're scared or worried or fearful of man. And God really wants us to really pray to take, you know, that step of boldness when it comes to confessing him before man. And he also continues, think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword for I have come to set a man at a variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a man's foe shall be they of his own household. Um, People that will come against you will be in your own household. They'll be the ones closest to you. Um, It's important that we understand this. Um, Again, don't think it's strange when people come against you, and even if your own family, um, even your own friends, even your own loved ones, it doesn't matter who it is. God is telling us it'll be in your own house. I mean, they're going to be close to you. These are people that are going to mock you, come against you, persecute you. Um, we should not sit back and think, well, why is this happening? Why, is, why me, God? Why is this happening to me? It happened to him. So look at Judas, look what happened with him, his own disciple that he chose. We have to always go into the word and understand that God walked this walk and he's requiring us sometimes to understand that it's going to be here as well. He that loveth father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. 
And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Again, we need to put the Lord first. That is the that is the order. That is the hierarchy. God and family. Everything comes before, comes after the Lord, not before. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. If you're not willing to lay down your life and pick up your cross, you're not worthy to even follow him, he says. Um, That's a huge statement as well. We should be willing to pick up our cross. And that's a tough one because whatever that cross is that God's asking you to bear, you pick it up and you follow the Lord. You need to be willing to lay your life down and follow him and put him first. Are you willing? Are you willing to lay down that li- this life in this world? Give up the worldliness for God. I think that's really where the Lord is saying, lay down your life. Many people don't want to lay down the luxuries that, of sin. I guess that's the best description. Um, what sin is, you know, that you're doing that you don't want to lay down for the Lord or, um, time or whatever that may be, whatever God is saying, you know, pick it up and pick up your cross and follow me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Again, when you lay down your life for God, that's losing your life to his will. When you give up your will for your own life, when you are there and say, I'm tired, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of living my life in my own direction, my own will. And I I want your will, Lord. I want to do what's right by you. I want your will for my life. I'm ready to surrender my life for you and let your will be done. That's when you find your life. That's when you find direction for your life. And that's when you find his will for your life and not your own will. Uh, When you seek your own will, it will, it just won't work out. You know, God wants to, he wants to bless you. He wants you to have abundance in your life of, of joy and peace. And in order to do that, you need to have the Holy Spirit guide you and direct you in your life. He that receiveth you receiveth me. And he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. When people receive you and they are willing to to accept what you're saying to them, or or they're receiving you as you know a a a prophet, a, a preacher, or someone who's just speaking about the Lord, or, or whatever that is. They're receiving Christ. You know, when people deny you, they're denying the Lord, because God is living within you. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. So when you receive a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. And when you receive someone who's righteous, you're going to receive a righteous reward. And whosoever shall give to drink drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. I just find this chapter so amazing. Um, it just, it just really hit me um, just so deep in my spirit this morning. Um, I really believe that, you know, we're going to start seeing a lot of miracles in this world. I really believe that the Lord is coming soon. And I think that God is rising up a people um, 
I do think he's going to tear down a lot of uh, people that are in the church today, and God's going to replace them. I think God is rising up an army to speak for him. Um, The church needs to get back to the basics of when the church was first started, um, what that is and what that um, consists of. That church is speaking of the Lord, the true gospel of Christ. It's not a works gospel. It's a true gospel. And God is tired of man corrupting his word. And I think he's rising up people um, to take over those positions and to um, rise up his chosen to preach the word of God and to start um, doing the things that, you know, most people are going to be really astonished. I think miracles are going to start happening. People are going to start getting delivered. I think there's a lot of deliverance that's going to start taking place. A lot of um, miracles, um, signs and wonders. People are going to start seeing a lot of prophets coming out. A lot of um, really just, you know, of deliverance. You know, that that's been really pressed in my heart. There's gonna be a lot of delivering of evil spirits and people a lot of deliverance is going to be taking place and God's going to be calling a lot of people to do the deliverance or or to actually go into that. Um, God is going to start, you know, rising up his chosen people. And, And this is so important that we really are standing ready to do the will of the Father and to to for you to step into your right place in the kingdom and whatever God's gifts he's given you to start utilizing it and you start being bold and courageous and start stepping out there and what he's called you to do because the world needs it right now more than ever. Um, I just wanted to share this. I hope you're blessed. Um, We're about to have Christmas and you know, all praise to the, to the most high and glory to his name, glory for him being uh, born. And, you know, that is what Christmas is about. And let's just keep it that way. And I just pray that you're blessed. I pray that God's glory and his blessings fall on you and that God, you will speak to your children and speak to those that you're really trying to connect with and to move into their purpose and in, in your kingdom, Father. And I just pray that this word finds you, this, this word blesses you and uh, take care. I'll be back soon. God bless.